Oh man. Hey you guys. Hey you guys. I'm a little bit disappointed because we had some great video, but apparently I wasn't able to record it for some reason. So the video cut off after a few minutes. So we only have audio for this episode. So my bad about that one. And please check me next time. All right. Welcome to Japan according to Akil. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Yo, what is up? It's episode 118 of Japan according to Akil, the podcast that keeps on giving. What was that? <laughs> is that my is that... I don't keep giving anything. <laughs> But anyway, whatever. Anyway, it was a pretty short but sweet episode um I got that you have in store for you. I give a few tips about uh updates about what's going on in Japan. Um you know, share some memories, a little bit of advice, you know, if and when nightclubs or nightlife does open up in Japan, some a tip that to let you know some shit that threw me way off when it happened when I first came to Japan to prepare you for that. And um talk about some killer animals, you know, that have been in the news recently and give you some information related to that. You know, short but sweet, good podcast. You know, the content on video on YouTube or again, please watch this on YouTube if you're listening on audio. Um the podcast plus the supplemental uh links that are in the description is will give you a good two hours worth you know two plus hours worth of shit to keep you occupied while you're in the fucking house so all right y'all enjoy yo ho ho what's going on everyone welcome to episode 118 of the podcast i am back here in the house i told you guys i was gonna double up give you a little bit more of what you funkin' for you know episode 118 um this is not gonna be um too much of a a really uh big pot a really big long drawn out episode i'm not drinking tonight uh it's kind of late i recorded the episode a few days ago uh if, if you're listening to this you know as it comes out so uh, it, hopefully you're one of the regular listeners thank you guys for rocking with me as always i haven't said that in a while but uh, again i appreciate you never, each and every one of y'all rocking with me for this journey that we're on <laughs> into foolishness <laughs> into whatever the, whatever the fuck this is <laughs> but, <laughs> but no seriously um yeah, yeah, it's just um, we're we're wrapping up the Golden Week holiday here in Japan. If you don't know, if you haven't heard me talk about it before, um, basically there are a series of three main holidays here in Japan. You, you have Golden Week, which is now the end of May, um, like pretty much the end of not the end of May. What am I talking about? The end of April through like the first week of May is a string of holidays that pretty much lines up. Um depending on the year or the timing or whatever like this year it was a pretty good string of them uh, i'm looking at the calendar now there was one the last week of april and this one they had like you know it was like four holidays actually but one of them was on a sunday so um monday tuesday wednesday the fourth the fifth and the sixth were officially off weekdays that are off 
But like if you think about it, um, including the weekend, that's the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth. That's five days off. For Japanese people, that's a long ass time, which means it's prime vacation time. It's vacation time, vacation time. So normally people, you know, pack the airports. Everyone's just going somewhere, um, running around with their family, doing shit. And um, this year, that's not the fucking case. <laughs> that's not happening this year at all. Uh and basically, yeah, so basically there's a whole stay home push for obvious reasons here in Japan. Um, and I was watching on the news earlier that, you know, uh, some places 80%, 90%, 95% reduction in tourists, which is, you know, foot traffic, which is, you know, it is what it is, right? Um, so, so yeah, Golden Week is one holiday, one of the major three where Japanese people travel. Uh, the next one is Obon, which is the summer holiday, um... It's, it's different for different areas. I think in Kansai area, which is where Osaka is, it's like in June. I'm not sure why. I think it's the traditional one. I, I don't know why. And then in August, which is the summer holiday one in for the Kanto area, which is the Tokyo area, which is in August. And similar thing, a week, week and a half where people go back to their hometowns or, you know, take trips abroad or whatever. And the third one is New Year's, pretty much. And those are the three times where Japanese people travel. And typically, those are the times where I keep my ass in the fucking house. Because <laughs> the airports are crowded. It's expensive as fuck to go everywhere. The highways are just swamped with people. It's crazy. But this year, everything's fucking empty because no one can do shit, you know. Um, so that was all over the news. But just generally speaking, like, you know, if you do come to Japan, like, those are going to be the main holiday times for you, um, if you listen to the previous episode, that's when you're going to want to have, you know, a little, somebody to snuggle up with, um, spend your, spend your time with, you know, or, you know, just watch a fucking bunch of movies and shit, pretty much, um, but it doesn't really mean anything now, because the state of emergency for my area has been extended until the end of this month, I fully, like, 100% expect that after this month, everything will reopen back in Japan. Um, just the, the, the feeling of the atmosphere of Japanese people, um, the government's kind of stance, the flow of that seems to be setting things up. We're like, okay, we did enough, and fuck it, we just opened everything back up. Um, you know, my... Again, you know, I normally talk to my mother-in-law about this shit, um, and we were talking about it earlier, and, and, and our, I, we kind of agree. Like, I was saying my whole stance is, like, now, you know, it seems like a lot of countries are opening up, and, we, yeah, we can't stay closed for, for a year and a half. I get that, but I just feel like, you know... The talk of it has been like we're in a new war and we gotta fight this thing and we gotta be resilient. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, yo, if you're gonna be resilient about this shit, go all the way, go 100. Like, the only thing I just don't like is that it feels like the government's been kind of like half going at it. Like, yo, if you know, but I understand it's just Japan's the way it is, but it's, it's one of the kind of disappointing things about here. It's the opportunity to really streamline, not for next time, not for the next disease, not debate about it for a couple of years. 
like fucking get in the fucking room, decide what you're fucking going to do, take some fucking action and say, hey, we're opening up the country. But, yo, we're changing all this shit. So this shit happens. This shit happens. This shit happens. Like, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you know, there was talk about Japan. I mean, well, it is it's in the pipeline, but Japan giving out, you know, a hundred thousand yen, which is like a thousand bucks pretty much across the board, similar to what other countries in America has done. But like nobody ain't really get their money because <laughs> it takes too long to do anything in Japan. There's been, if you heard of the Abe no mask, which is like, you know, prime minister, I think, I don't even know how long, almost a month ago, maybe now, um, basically, you know, pr- um, pledged to provide two masks to every household in Japan. We haven't gotten our masks yet. I mean, I'm not like itching to get my masks. Like, I know some people who have gotten theirs, but I haven't. I mean, logistically, that's a big thing to do. But again, this is kind of what Japan is really all about. Again, if you haven't heard me say this, I'll say it again. Like dealing with, um, and and I've talked about this with my business students. You probably heard me say this before that, you know, I have to explain that in the West, you know, you don't really make promises, right? You under promise and over deliver is kind of what the, um, at least American style of of doing things. I'm not sure. Again, Europe, other english-speaking western countries i don't know about but i'll just say america i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that's like clear across the board in most western countries that you under promise and over deliver you know so you don't say you're gonna do something unless you're 100 percent sure you can do it japan is the complete opposite of that you know so um i tell my business students like in when you're dealing with foreign people you have to understand people say should 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 will you know, like, you know, it, it should be okay. I should be able to do it. It should be all right. We should be able to make it. And then finally, we'll do it. You know, at the at the very, very end, it's like, we'll do it. But, um, by the way, like, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going to adjust this camera angle because it's kind of making me a little bit nervous. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Ho- hopefully, if you're watching me on YouTube, hopefully it doesn't chop my head off like it did uh the first time but it's just the angle makes me a little bit uncomfortable i'm not sure if you're getting my whole beautiful mug if you know if not <laughs> if not i didn't check it like again because it's almost midnight I'm, I'm, so all right well fuck i just gotta live with this whatever happens um but um but yeah but yeah so you know in the west it's like should 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 will you know i should be able to make it i should be all right yeah, that should be fine. And then finally, I'll be there tomorrow. Like very at the very end is when you really get guarantees about things because you don't know anything can happen. Even the word should is a very powerful word, but it's it's like you have a high level of confidence, but it's not a guarantee of anything. That's straight from my English teacher handbook, mental kind of blah, blah, blah that sprinkle in lessons. But anyway, um, in Japan, though, it's more like, yes, 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 I'm sorry. You know, it's kind of the pattern that you get here. I will do it. We'll do it. We're going to do it. It's happening. And then like, okay, I'm sorry. It didn't happen. <laughs> if you look at actually, uh, for me, I, I, I really enjoy looking. I don't enjoy it. Okay, I do enjoy it. Looking at some of like, for example, the um the the profit forecast of some companies and stuff like that. Sometimes them shits are way off. It's just like, what were y'all thinking when y'all were making these forecasts? Like, you know, um, because it's like, we're going to do it. We're going all the way to the top. And then it's just like, fuck. 
<laughs> and it's just like, sorry, you know, we'll try better next time. But in these type of situations, like when you have, especially, you know, on the news, increasing amounts of businesses, you know, struggling, going, thinking about going out of business, where, you know, we're what, like, you know, two months, well, no, fuck, Ninja. yeah, we're going to be three months, which I, I said, like, three to six months, we're going to be about three months into um, the whole situation by the time this thing wraps up, you know, um, people are just, like, businesses are going to be going bankrupt, people are going to, like, you know, already seeing on the news, people are like, fuck, I ain't got no money, you know how it goes, like, you know, so, but Japan's not really used to dealing with shit like this, so the implementation of this type of help or bailouts or whatever the fuck you want to say is really slow you know and i've seen on the news like you know they made a big deal of like the first japanese lady to get her money from the government you know one guy in some fucking local ass small town you know rolled up with an envelope of cash and was like here you go lady and she's like oh i'm so happy you know but but, but like but like in major you know major uh, more major metropolitan areas, the logistics of that is just a lot more complicated. But, you know, um, and, and, you know, I'm sure the people doing it are doing, like, busting their asses, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, Japan doesn't really have the flexibility or especially administrative flexibility to be able to just speedily do shit like that. There's just so much red tape, so many checks and balances. I'm sure there's a million like honko, like name stamps that need to be hit to even just do any of this shit. So, um, like we haven't even gotten our forms for the thing yet. They, they had like an online pre-registration thing, but I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm just like waiting for the form to come and I'm just going to hand it to the Japanese family members and shut the fuck up and wait for the money to get here. Like, that's all I'm doing. I'm not touching anything else because it'll just make my life more complicated. It's just easier that way for me. Like, again, sometimes you just got to, like, I don't know if I've told you this before, but, you know, living in Japan sometimes is kind of like the ocean. Uh, it's kind of like the ocean tide, you know, and you just have to let the tide take you sometimes. Even if you realize, like, I'm just, it's just... It's just right there. I can just swim over there. It's, the island is, is right in front of me. If I just swim really hard for a few meters, I can get there. But what you don't know is you're caught in a riptide. And, like, you know, the Japanese people are, like, pulling your ankles out to sea. And no matter how, no matter how hard you struggle, no matter how much you try, you're just going to end up going there anyway. And so just save yourself the energy and pick your battles. Like, every now and then you might be able to fight the current. But you just just pick your spots, you know, and something like this, like, yeah, I could find the form online, fill it out myself, get my cash early. But it would just not cause like drama in my family, but, you know, it would cause a little mini drama that I just don't need. You know, so I, I know it's just remember it's group. So just like go with everybody. We we fill it out together and we do everything at the same time and submit it at the same time and we get our money at the same time. And that's just the way it goes. Like is the easier way to do it, you know, um, from a team building family life, Japan shit perspective. So so that that's that's kind of what's that's pretty much what's, what's going on um, with here. I've, yeah, I've talked about that, but but um, <clears throat> a few quick news stories. Like a few, I just got three little things. I got a fucking notepad right here. Um, I got uh, just a couple quick things to to talk about. The first one is is a little bit of sad news. So if you've heard me talk about like my my nightclub days, uh, I haven't told all my nightclub stories. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I haven't told all my nightclub stories, but um, but but in Tokyo, but the first one, you know, the bottle story when I was in, you know, the club Buenos and I had a bottle and I saw a dude just getting fucking tie kicked in the face, which is crazy. Tie kneed in the face, which is fucking bananas. <laughs> um, but um. I always remember that dude's hat going flopping all around the places. The other dude was just like smacking him around and shit was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> but like, um, that club is closed down. Buenos is closed, man. Like, Buenos is gone. So the club group that, that operates them, Buenos, I forgot two other clubs. I forgot the name. Maybe they changed the names of them. But they're closing them down. So my old, the old spot, you know, when I met, when I seen that, tan japanese dude with cornrows and the fucking avarex on that sofa you know it's gone it's gone like some of the the livest nights i've had like in my 20s and i think i was like you know, 30 you know like some good nights some good times r.i.p buenos i wish i had some alcohol that i pour out i wouldn't i'm not pouring liquor on my floor for that shit but you know in spirit i'm pouring out a little liquor for you um speaking of buenos okay okay <laughs> I do have something for you. Speaking of, since I'm going to talk about this, I'll talk about this. Um, you probably haven't heard me talk about it. I mean, even though nightclubs are not going to be operating for a while here in Japan, um, and probably wherever you are too, um, I, I can just tell you one thing that was always shocking for me, especially when I'm talking about hip hop clubs in the Tokyo area, like the, not like the, um, uh, yeah, pretty much everyone, you know, Harlem does it too, like, any hip hop club that you're going to, or I'd say generally most clubs that you're going to with like a niche basis, like a niche audience, like a hip hop club would probably do it. A reggae club would probably do it. Salsa clubs, I think do it, but especially, it's especially weird for me, like in hip hop clubs. Cause maybe cause I went there, you know, went to them, but basically, so if you imagine you in the club, you know what I'm saying? You, you doing your thing, you getting it on, you having fun. And, um, <laughs> whatever you're listening to, and like suddenly, I remember the first time I was like, What the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> the music just stops in the middle of the night, like, you know, right when shit really starts getting popping, you having fun, you like, Yeah, you might, you know, might be grinding up on a little something, you might, have, you, know, you know, like, Hey, girl, what's up, girl? Like, <laughs> And then the music just stops, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it's like 1130 at night. You're like, what? I plan to be here till like 5 o'clock. What the fuck is happening right now? And what's go and then suddenly there's a fucking performance, right? And it's not like Young Jeezy's coming out to, you know, spit 16 for you. <laughs> it's an amateur dance group performance that happens, you know, at like at a several it's not one it's fucking several like you know so it, it just turns into like fucking showtime at the apollo basically <laughs> it's like the showcase <laughs> the talent the talent show <laughs> at the night at the nightclub <laughs> is what it turns into and which is weird as fuck like you know i've learned now if I'm at a club and there it turns into the talent show shit, I just go straight to the bar. Like I just like fuck this shit. I'm getting drunk because you're just you just gotta kill like forty minutes, forty five minutes, just watching group after group after group. Just go. I mean, it's not that many. I mean, you know, I'm drunk most of the time. I'm, I mean, but it feels like it's forever, man. Because it's just like 
you know, I mean, it's amateur, like, dance group kind of people, so it's all right to watch, but if you're in the night, you're not, I'm not in a fucking nightclub for this shit, you know, so, so you just gotta sit through it, <laughs> so the first time, like, I, I don't remember exactly, I might have been, I, it might have been in Buenos, because I went there for a while, my first few times in Japan, you know, my, my first came to Japan, but I didn't know, and so, like, you know, the music just goes, Burr, and then it's just like, and I don't know what the fuck is happening, I don't know what they're talking about, and, it's just like, and I think that rapper dude I was talking to, that's when I started talking to him. Because when all the performances were going on, we started talking. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? And he, yeah, and it's all right. He explained it to me. And I was just like, what? <laughs> he was like, what? He's like, yeah, you just got to sit through it. And I'm like, oh, gosh. You know, and, and like some of them are good. Like, you know, sometimes you might have like a little, sorry, I'm a dude. You might have a little girls dance troupe like popping it. But it's not for me like i've never been blown away by a dance troupe performing at a fucking nightclub i'll say that like i've never been like whoa they really got talent they should be on fucking tv no it's been like okay i see what you do on your weekend like <laughs> i see what you do on your days off all right great good for you then get the fuck off the stage i'm trying to dance <laughs> i'm trying to have fun you know um but it's just something you got to deal with. So um, if whenever you, in the future, I mean, big nightclubs don't really have that as much, I would think. And the scene is kind of changing in Japan. Like you've got like the cyber Japan dancers. You can Google them now. It's like a like a professional girls, whatever the fuck they are, club girl dance troupe that just goes in nightclubs dancing. They're like the fucking... I don't know what the fuck you call those type, those performers in clubs. Like I don't, I don't know what the fuck they are, but you know they're just bikini girls like dancing around in like you know nightclubs all over the place. So it's, they got like a talent agency and all this shit. So um, you got them, but but like underground hip hop clubs or like main the shit that I used to go to back in the day, it was just like some dance troupe doing some shit, you know, and. Yeah, but, but one thing I remember from Bueno too, which I've never said, like, I think the first, like, my second, maybe, I want to say it was my second time at Bueno's, and I went with my roommate at the time, you know, he was from Canada, he was into hip-hop, too, um, you know, pretty cool dude, <laughs> and, like, you know, we were still trying to figure out, like, how to get girls, and we were, you know, we were just, like, young dudes in japan just trying to like get into some tr shit you know and, and so i think i went to venus the first time and i was like yo it's, it's, it's good the music is good like he's like yo i'm down let's go so we went out all night um and the only thing i remember from this night was you know of course we're like the new foreign guys we're the only foreign guys there so we're just like Woo, yeah and, you know give dap to random hip-hop japanese dudes you know they were loving it at the time you know i got on, I'm, I'm in my early 20s i got on like you know streetwear and shit like that so and i remember i jumped up on the stage no like 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 some people were performing i think it was some rappers or something like that you know some they were probably were not very good but like um yeah, so I just like they were. I just gave one of the dudes some dap, and I held his hand, and then like not like not like held his hand, but you know like I just gave him a long dap, and then he kind of like pulled me a little bit, and I was like fuck yeah, and I just jumped up on the stage, and I was just like, 
<laughs> I just think I pulled my roommate up on there. We're just like, yeah, going crazy. And it's like, of course, it, and again, like I've said, whenever you're doing some wild shit in Japan, especially around dudes in their 20s, there's always going to be a group of motherfuckers hyping you up, thinking that you're the fucking, you know, telling you you're fucking amazing. So, of course, and I was like drunk and young and crazy enough where I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know, until like some people are like, please get the fuck off the stage, you know. <laughs> Man, I had to just jump off the stage, you know, <laughs> going all crazy. <laughs> but yeah, like, so, but so our people ain't us for that. Like, I'm going to definitely miss that. Mm, all right um let's talk about that talk about that one more topic that i have and you'll probably see it if you look in the description i found two links actually i did some fucking research for you guys because we don't have anything else you know it's just like a, a light uh not too long episode but what i did do was i've noticed that in the west uh the talk of the the killer asian hornet the murder hornet whatever the fuck it is you know you, i'm sure you've heard about it if you're in like america for example so pretty much asian hornets have popped up in japan and these motherfuckers and no joke because i deal with them here like um i actually saw one like two days ago like i, I walked outside to go I think I went to the car or something like that. And as soon as like I just like opened the door or opened the gate or something, one just like flew away, you know, just like, just like, oh, shit, someone's here. And just like, it flew away. You know, I was like, I could just see this big booty <laughs> flying away from me. <laughs> this big old ass, this big old hornet ass flying away from me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, those things, if you've never seen one in real life, you do not want to. Every time I do, I'm scared as fuck like you know um because like i in you know i put a few um things one from japanese tv one uh natural Ge national geographic documentary I, I couldn't find a documentary that I, I i saw i remember like maybe five seven eight years ago on them i couldn't i wanted to find that one but i couldn't find that one so i just found another more modern one about them but it's all the same shit they're just fucking scary and like they are fast like a bee you know if a beach is chasing you you know or a bee is near you if you just start running you can outrun a bee you know these motherfuckers you cannot outrun these things like they fly differently and i'm just saying all this shit to scare you because it's like shit like i had to deal with like you know for the past 16 years so, ha ha motherfuckers but <laughs> so i'm being just so mean to y'all i'm just freaking y'all freaking you out <laughs> but no like seriously um like these hornets, like how do I even explain? Like they fly, like a bee flies, kind of like a little bit like a helicopter, you know, like a drone. You know, it's kind of like wa wafting around a little bit, trying to figure out where it's going. You know, these motherfucking they're called suzumebachi in Japan. Like suzumebachi, like they fly like a fighter jet. Like it's like no joke. It's like precise acceleration like going Mach 5 you know on your ass like whenever it is going wherever it wants to go and it's not fucking around like if one of those things is chasing you you are not outrunning it at all so do not piss these things off like and they are kind of aggressive you know like I've I've been in I think I remember one time I was in a, um doing some family event and I was at Shrine or something like that and, um, you know, we were at the cemetery. <laughs> I was so scared. 
<laughs> because because I remember I, I remember I just finished watching that documentary that I seen actually. <laughs> and they were talking about them and like what pisses them off and they're more aggressive than honeybees and especially sound pisses them off. And I think like everyone had just come walking towards the cemetery from the shrine from it was from a temple. It would be a temple because, you know, the, um, there's a cemetery next to a temple. And I just remember being like, oh, shit, there's Suzumibachi. Like, you know, it was like a nest actually underneath a dead tree kind of near where we were and i was just like fuck right <laughs> and they're just chilling but they're not that far away and then <laughs> one of the groundskeeper comes and turns on a fucking like lawnmower or weed whacker kind of thing and it's just like really loud i'm just like and they react to sound and i'm just like we are between that noise and those fucking wasps fuck you know <laughs> everyone's all quiet and like you know lighting incense and and doing you know shit and i'm just like sweating bullets like looking between like fuck like i because <laughs> i can't you know i think at the time my japanese wasn't even good enough i didn't even know the word for sizumibachi so I just like, I think maybe from that documentary, I might have learned it, but I couldn't explain to everyone. Even if I did, like, they'd just be like, it's okay, Kyo, relax. But I'm just like looking over my shoulder. Like, you know, I don't like the outdoors that much anyway. And I'm just like, we going to get killed by these fucking hornets. Thank goodness not everything was all right. I think on the way back, I was like, oh, there's something about you over there. Like, be careful. You know, hey, you guys, watch out. <laughs> you know, everyone was like, oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like watch those documentaries. One of them, I'll, I'll skim through the Japanese one. There's no English subtitles for the Japanese one, but you know, it's like about, I, mean, I think it will be pretty easy for you to follow, even if you don't have any Japanese skill. Um, it's like a, they did some crazy shit with them things. Like I didn't even watch the whole thing, but it's fucking crazy. It's like 20 minutes. Just go ahead and watch it. It's two segments. The second segment is fucking crazier than the first one. Um, but yeah, they like, I, I won't even spoil it for you, but just watch it. You'll be like, what the fuck? Um, the, the first one is like pretty normal, like extermination stuff. But the second one, some crazy shit. But yeah, um, so so that's that's that for this episode. We talked about your hand reopening. Talk about Vuelos RP. Gave you a little bit of other stuff. So, all right, I'm going to wrap things up right there. You know, short but sweet episode, like I said. And next time around, I'll be back with you guys for more. So, all right, y'all. Oh, I'm not going to upload this tonight. Yeah, it'll probably be tomorrow night. So, all right, y'all. Take it easy. Much love to you guys. And I'll holler at you next time. Peace.